0: Hey, this is a Hakawadi production. Hey, you! It's great to have you with me in the men's room. Did you subscribe yet? Just click that subscribe button. It's only for really smart people. It's super easy, though, so you can use that incredible brain of yours to do other stuff. So, Valentine's Day is this week, and I thought we'd do a little something special in honor of the officially recognized Day of Love. It used to be my favorite holiday when I was a kid. I remember being about 11 or 12 and getting little love notes in my locker. It was so romantic. Anyways, in honor of the more adult version of Valentine's Day, today we're talking about divorce. Well, not just divorce. Today's show is about religious laws across the Muslim world. In a few countries, like Saudi Arabia, Kuwait and Qatar, the entire legal system is based on Islamic laws. But in others, like Lebanon and Jordan, for example, civil codes prevail in most cases, except when it comes to personal status issues like marriage, divorce, inheritance and child custody. Right now seems like a perfect time to question those legal systems. A lot is changing in the region. In Lebanon, the population has revolted and demanded reforms, including when it comes to the legal system. In Saudi Arabia, they're racing towards becoming a modern country that's in step with the rest of the developed world by doing things like giving women more rights. So is now the time to consider restructuring the legal frameworks that govern rights and legal statuses in those progressive Muslim countries across the Middle East. Well, without further ado, please welcome our guest, Dr. Talal Jaber, a fourth-generation lawyer. Hello, Dr. Jaber. Good evening. Welcome to the men's room.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: You must have made your parents extra proud. You're a lawyer and a doctor.
1: Actually, uh, I come from a family of lawyers. Yes. I'm the fourth generation. Oh, so yeah, like our law firm is in like uh, ninety years now. Wow! It was established by my late grandfather. Then my uncle took over. Then my father, who passed away like eight months ago.
0: I'm sorry to hear that.
1: And now uh, I'm handling issues. Yeah,
0: mm. so but I'm
1: happy. Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's I my guess hobby. So. <laughs> Being a lawyer.
1: It's it's my job and my hobby at the same time.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question. It's a success actually. key.
1: Huh? <laughs> success yeah, well, factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So. You actually specialize in international business law and arbitration? Absolutely. You have a that's why you're a doctor, you have a PhD. I have a PhD yeah. But your firm, uh, Jaber Law firm, handles family law, they, mm-hmm. you know We handle
1: of lots of uh, matters. I mean, we have several departments. Yeah. One of them is
0: uh, Right. Yeah, of course. And um, it, it operates in a pretty precarious system in Lebanon that has a combination of civil and religious courts. Absolutely. Does this add an extra layer of uh, complexity?
1: Yes, it does. It does. Not for us, because we're used to it. Yeah. But for others like who come from abroad and look at the system, they say, wow. Mm. It's complicated, but we're used to it, and it became part of our life.
0: Do you still personally work on those kinds of cases, on uh, yeah, family family law?
1: It's not our core or main business, you yeah. know. We do it for people we care about. So, yeah. Uh, But yeah, we're doing it, and we're still doing it. And currently, we have several cases.
0: I want to ask you your opinion on this mm-hmm. as a first question. In countries where you have a mix of civil and religious laws... Why are those religious laws still being used, even though they've kind of been discarded when it comes to other types of issues like business, for example?
1: Mm, mm, mm. Because family law is very sensitive, you know. And mainly religion, it goes around family relations and relations with others. So once we say family law, it means marriage, divorce, succession, inheritance— those issues are considered as very important by religion itself, especially uh, Islam, okay? That's why uh, they are uh, very important. And, uh, of course, there are some other reasons that uh, we will talk about in due course.
0: So, let's talk about uh, some of the things you mentioned. Uh, You talked about inheritance, for example. Mm -hmm. If a family, for example, has two daughters and a son, Mm -hmm. and the parents pass away, do the children inherit equally?
1: It depends which community we are talking about. Right. So
0: since you mentioned Islam.
1: For Christians, yes, they do. Yes. But for Muslims, they don't.
0: Mm -hmm. How does it work?
1: Okay. It depends whether there is a will or there is no will. Mm -hmm. And wills are viewed differently by each and every community also. It's a bit complicated, but I will talk about it. Okay. Now, let us say there is no will. Usually in Islam, a boy gets the double of a girl. Hmm. Okay, now, mm-hmm. uh, this is unjust, especially mm-hmm. in the world we are living in now, but mm-hmm. it's still an applicable rule. That's why wills are very important, especially in those communities in which wills are accepted. For instance, in, uh, in, uh, in Islam, we have several communities. Let us take, for example, the the Sunnah and the Shia. In the Sunnah and the Shia, uh, you cannot include a hair. Okay, and we 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 mentioned that we focus on the edge because here it will be <laughs> regarded differently. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't get that yeah, joke. Yeah, you know, my Arabic. Yeah. No problem. <laughs>
0: okay. So, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, An air meaning like a.
1: Yeah. Sometimes. Um, yeah. That's why the the the, the word it's it's uh, it's a bit it creates a kind of misunderstanding for some people. Okay. Now. <laughs> this is a joke <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about okay. anyways, anyways Now uh, uh, For like for example For uh, Sunnah and Shia Yes You cannot uh, include A hair in a will Because okay. when Be- you first said that
0: I was like What do you mean Why would someone want to yeah. Give anyone yeah, a hair Exactly Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely okay. Sorry We're I'm getting sorry. off track We are being scientific here yes. so, you, can, uh, you
0: cannot include an, A hair yeah. An air yeah. In your will Yeah Okay, so then what's the point of doing a will?
1: For those who don't inherit, you can include them. But for the Druze community, for example, there is a freedom of will. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, a Druze person, he can include in a will whomever he wants and give them whatever he wants. And he can deprive all his kids, for example, from his will.
0: Well, that makes sense. That's why it's called a will. That's what I would, that's this, what I want.
1: For me, this is pure logic. Yes. It should happen this way. Right. It's a will. But for other Muslim communities or sects, if we can say so, uh, their aim is to protect okay, mm-hmm. uh, the others from being deprived from any part or share of the inheritance.
0: Okay. So let's it, say the example that I gave, can you, so normally the boy would get twice as much as the girls. Can you, in your will, say, well, I want them to divide everything equally, the two girls and the boy?
1: For Druze, yes.
0: Only for Druze, not in the Shia and no, Sunni communities. No, no, okay. Because
1: we have what we call the reserved share. Mm. Okay. So if you are a heir that you inherit from X or Y or Z, you mm-hmm. know, one of your parents or, you mm-hmm. know, so you still get it. No one can deprive you from this. Mm-hmm. Okay, while, yeah. while for the Druze you can.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. You would think that most men today mm. who have children mm. would want their succession to be split evenly. They would yes. you know most because fathers because sometimes today you love will have a bad women's.
1: kid and yeah. another good kid. Mm. The, and for like Sunnah and Shia, they are treated the same.
0: Yeah, or maybe you have a son and a daughter. Maybe the son is a drug addict and the Absolutely. daughter is Absolutely. very well achieved. Absolutely. And imagine you're forced mm-hmm. to leave your billions to the, the son who's incapable of managing it. So this sounds counterproductive. So That's is the this point. a kind of law that you think could benefit from um, some reform, some type of Absolutely. reform? Absolutely. That's yeah. why.
1: A civil law on personal status is mandatory, in my opinion. It mm-hmm. is very important. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, currently, to have it like uh, a law that applies on everybody without giving those people the option to choose this or that, I don't think it's doable nowadays. Mm-hmm. That's why it should be done step by step. Step one should be to do it as an optional civil marriage law. Right. For so example, you want to get you can choose if you want to do it civil or. Uh, religious, which is what they if do if you are country. a religious person okay do it no right. problem between brackets let us say in Europe or in the US no one can deprive you from the right to go to do it in a religious way right correct. but the one that will be applied or taken into consideration or the one that will have the legal effect regarding the state mm-hmm. okay is the civil marriage mm-hmm. okay yes and not the religious one the other one is like a ceremony yes for them. Right. For us, no, it's not ceremony. It is the real one. You cannot do it otherwise.
0: So, yeah. So, we talked a little bit about um, inheritance, but mm. then let's talk about marriage and divorce. Yeah. What are the main differences between um, religious divorce and civil divorce?
1: First of all, in Lebanon, we have around 18 communities. Mm-hmm. Each community has its own law. Mm. Second, each community has its own court. So, right. there is no equality between people. Mm in addition uh, the right to get divorced for example christians and mainly catholics they cannot yes they always go to, uh, towards what we call annulment yes and which is very costly
0: yeah when you say costly how much are we talking about
1: <sighs> hundreds of thousands or mm-hmm. tens of thousands it depends really it and depends who, where who's does who. that
0: who's getting that money
1: the lawyers and the ecleros.
0: yeah the clerics yeah mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: Okay, and usually it should be done, not in Lebanon, it should, be, it should go to Rome, to a special court called, called the Rota. Mm. It's very complicated and we have very specialized lawyers to do it. So.
0: Okay, so that's the Christian.
1: That's the Christian For Muslims, also a difference between several communities. Mm-hmm. For example, for the Druze community, there's equality between men and women to ask for divorce. Mm. And divorce will be pronounced by court. Mm-hmm. The religious court, of course, but it's still a judge. He's still a judge. It's still a court.
0: He's, a, he's, a, he's a, a, j- a proper judge. What about in the religious courts, for example, um, in Sunni? Same thing. Are, are they same, really same, judges same or are cri- they clerics? The,
1: no. First, no, they are judges, but they don't go to judges' school as in civil courts. They are appointed by a decree based upon certain criteria.
0: Without any education?
1: No, they need to have a law degree.
0: Oh, they do. Okay. They do,
1: but uh, training is not a must. So they do the training once they are accepted. Mm. Okay. And usually they acquire their skills by practice. Okay. Some of them are good; others are not good. It depends on who's who, the situation. Of course. But in general, it's okay. I mean, if you are talking about the human capital, you mm-hmm. know, of the persons. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go back to the right to for divorce, for example, this was your question. No? Yes. For the Jewish community, men and women are they have the same right to do so. Yeah. Okay. So they go to the judge, they present their case, and the judge will rule in favor of this or that. Yes. For Muslims, it's different. Mm-hmm. Women cannot do so. It's mm-hmm. in the hand of the man to pronounce divorce or not. So
0: this would apply across the Middle East in all Muslim countries, of course. Yes. 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 Okay.
1: In countries where they apply religious laws on family law.
0: So what happens if a woman, for example, asks for divorce? Now, there
1: are special cases, and mm-hmm. this is... Very technically, we won't be entering in such detail. There mm-hmm. are special situations in which the woman or women are given such a right. They go to court and they present their case mm-hmm. saying, what happened to me is one, two, three. So they can ask it for divorce. It would be, for example,
0: in the case of abuse or something like this,
1: Abuse, right? non-proper marital life, not having children. Uh, mm-hmm. They are uh, mentioned yeah. specifically in mm-hmm. uh, in the text. You know, The reasons that, yes. that a woman may... Because there is the a right. law... There is a law that talks about family law for Muhammadists. we say, Mohammediyin. Mm-hmm. It was enacted in 1926, and it's still applicable.
0: You're talking about in Lebanon.
1: In Lebanon, yes. Yeah. Okay. And and for the Druze, the law was enacted in 1948, and it's still applicable. Mm-hmm. It was amended recently.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, for uh, Christians, it was in, in 1959, mm-hmm. and still applicable. Yeah. Now, if you talk about civil laws, like if you want to apply civil law in Lebanon, mm-hmm. now it will be the competency of the jurisdiction of civil courts. But they don't apply Lebanese law. They apply foreign laws. For example, you got married in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. A okay. lot of
0: people are getting married in Cyprus. Absolutely. Is and a I trend? have a case currently yeah. in
1: Lebanon in which we are applying the Cypriot law. So okay. the Lebanese judge is applying the Cypriot law.
0: Right. So does it make a difference if the if the civil marriage is registered with the religious court in the country?
1: It has to be registered. Yes. It
0: has to be registered. Yes. So in this case... Otherwise, where you ha- it
1: won't be the competency of Lebanese courts if not registered in Lebanon.
0: So in this case, do you have a conflict between the religious court and the uh, civil no. court?
1: No. It's a matter of conflict of laws. Which law should we, should we apply? Yeah. Okay. And it's very clear. If you if you do it in a civil way, it won't be the competency of religious courts anymore. Yeah. So it will be the competency of civil courts. Mm-hmm. So they will handle it.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're talking a lot about Lebanon, but in uh, of course, across the region. If you're
1: talking Sunnah and Shia, the yeah. same rules applies everywhere. Yeah. and Lebanon, in fact Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Emirates,
0: and in you fact, they make no they make no secret that the precept is that a female's testimony is worth half of a man's, which kind of goes in line with that. The who said so? If you if you research uh, the way they apply the laws, the the woman's not the
1: testimony. I mean the inheritance.
0: No, the, the testimony when when you have a family in the family yeah. courts in Qatar. This, this and is Kuwait.
1: debatable. This is debatable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I read. Mm. And it kind of goes in line with the inheritance. It's mm. the kind of this whole ideology that women are worth half of men. It's almost it's like... It's not a,
1: like they're worth half of men, but their rights after uh, such an issue, I mean, inheritance, it becomes this way because we have, we live in like in France, we say a macho society. Yeah. Uh, a manly society. This, it's a fact.
0: Patriarchal I, society. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say, for example, so we talked about divorce, ch- like children. Custody. Custody cases Take the
1: example of custody Yes For example And I will also give examples about Muslim communities Mm -hmm. Take for example the Shia So uh, uh, this issue is very harsh on the kids Why? Because the custody age for boys is two and for girls is seven Imagine What do you
0: mean by custody age?
1: I mean leaving them with their mother Yeah Until the age of two or seven Depending boy or a girl Imagine taking a boy from his mother who is two years old Yes Okay, regardless of the fact of how much his dad loves him. So
0: this is really what I find find interesting, and these Islamic patriarchal societies, like what we just talked about, Mm. traditionally it's the women who bear the biggest part of the responsibility when it comes to taking care of their kids, right?
1: It's now. It's not. They bear the biggest part of the responsibility. A mother is the most important part in her in the life of her kids. Both parents they play different roles equally. Yes. But regarding this specific issue, I mean the emotional part, the the, the tenderness part. Right. Of course it's the mother. Uh,
0: and it's uh, common has, knowledge plays,
1: yes of course so how but saying that the mo- the mother is more uh, is no. more important than yeah. Uh, yeah no well, i disagree they, they on this
0: bear the, the, each the, one
1: each one plays res- a role and yeah. they complete each other
0: yeah but they they bear the main responsibilities in terms of what i'm trying to say the the day to day care mm. and i find it odd that suddenly then it, it's justifiable to say, well, it's okay for the that two-year-old boy to go with, with That's why I'm saying to
1: you, this is not justifiable. Yes. Two, but so, two years is, is is too little, too low, you know? Yeah. Uh, it should be, it should, be, should be more. That's why I will move to other communities. For mm-hmm. example, the Sunnah, mm-hmm. they, the law was amended recently and the age became 12 for boys and girls. Okay. The Druze did the same, but they also made Another additional step. So, boys 12, girls 14. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. And this is, I think, this is logical because... Also, a dad has a right to be with his but kids. But you're still you know? talking
0: about a, a yeah. uh, religious decision yeah. that's yeah. that's prescribed. If you look
1: at civil courts, they're not much different than this.
0: But they don't have set ages They don't like have that. set ages. And it, they it, don't make the assumption that one sex, one parent will take the kids. They it's judge about, on a, it's each, about each individual. It's about the interest of the kid. Yes, it's about exactly. the interest of the kid.
1: And also religious courts, they take it into consideration. For example, let us say the age, the custody age for girls with yeah. the Druze community is 14. I mean, the highest. Okay, mm-hmm. let us say it is it remains with the best interest of the of the of this girl to stay with her mother. Okay, the father is unemployed, he lives abroad, he's, a, he's bad, he has a bad reputation, etc. The court might decide to keep the girl with her mother until she reaches 18. Mm-hmm. And at the age of 18, they are free to So
0: does this happen You, t- you keep talking about The Druze community Which is only in Lebanon Of course we have A lot of listeners Across the Middle East Who mm. don't really relate to that
1: The Shia same thing And the Sunnah same thing uh,
0: It's the same thing So does yeah. it happen Across you, you, It does happen You, you hear a lot ha- about judges Making decisions yes. That are kind of Outside it, of not, the box
1: It's not a lot But it happens
0: It would have to be Extreme cases I imagine Absolutely
1: But in our part Of the world It's more lenient Like in the Gulf countries mm-hmm. For example in Saudi Arabia They are more strict About this mm-hmm. You know because uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a religious community. And by the way, over there, they don't apply religious laws only on family law. Right. They apply it also on business and other parts. And criminal. Absolutely. So judges are uh, high ranked sheikhs mm-hmm. who has nothing to do with, uh, with law education or legal education. Mm. You know, so sometimes they, they do it uh, the tribal way. Yes. And most of the time, yeah. So That's why people are reluctant from doing business in Saudi Arabia to a certain extent because of this. They are not protected legally.
0: Right, interesting, and it's actually such an interesting topic now that Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia mm-hmm. is uh, transforming mm-hmm. themselves, um, and they want to attract business. Do you, have you heard any rumblings about anything about them? You know,
1: they are changing, changing the legal yes, system. Yes, they are changing a lot. They are changing the mentality. They are changing, uh, for example. How they treat women now uh, all the public places are open mm-hmm. for yes I've been and women there can I've been wait there in and one I was shocked, yes. I was shocked, and it's you can see you can see you can see uh women wearing skirts on the street uh, mm-hmm.
0: yes they have lifted the... the yeah, the, now the they way.
1: have a nightclub, they don't have alcohol. Yeah. this is something else, but they have nightclubs alcohol free, which mm-hmm. is nice, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's nice and healthy, it, yeah. but that has nothing to do with the legal system per se in terms of like absolutely.
1: the Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes. So yes, you, yes.
0: have you heard anything? I've heard, for example, now women are allowed to, um, to represent a case or represent a yes. client. Yes, there are lots of, of,
1: uh, of female lawyers in Saudi Arabia, and I know mm-hmm. some of them, and they are very good.
0: So how does a f- uh, system change? What, Like specifically, how does a legal system transform? What is, it, this, uh, what is the process like?
1: By changing the legislation.
0: Mm-hmm. So it would have so, to come from...
1: But over there, they don't have a parliament. It's right. all about the king. Right. Okay. And now, luckily for them, I, I think they have the crown prince who is open nowadays. You know, yeah, he was educated uh, in the West. So uh, I think this guy has a vision and he's doing it the proper way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know in the future what are the things, what are his plans, what are his plans regarding uh, legislator in, in Saudi Arabia, but uh, I think uh, they will get there soon. For example, arbitration wasn't there in Saudi Arabia because it's my specialty, yes. you know. Now they, have, they are uh, creating several centers for arbitration. For example, they have the Saudi Center for Commercial Arbitration, which is booming Have you been? Yes, I've been there. I attended one of their conferences, and it was amazing.
0: Can you briefly explain what arbitration means?
1: (laughs) Arbitration is a private way for settling legal disputes. So instead of going to judicial courts, you choose your own tribunal. For example, let's say the issue is between me and you, mm-hmm. and mostly they are business cases because arbitration doesn't apply on family law. It doesn't. By the way, no, it's because, only for business cases. Uh, yes, it does apply on criminal, it doesn't apply on family. Okay. Okay, because those such issues are issues of public policy, okay, and public policy cannot be changed unless you change the law. Mm-hmm. So uh, arbitration is very modern. It's not very modern. It's not very uh, uh, recent. It's modern, but it's old at the same time.
0: Okay. Why do you say it's modern?
1: Because it was modernized and the rules to be applied on arbitration became very effective. Okay. And uh, as I I was telling you, it's a private way for settling legal disputes. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, the issue is between me and you. We can choose one arbitrator, for example, the guy we met. Mm-hmm. Outside and we can say to him, you are the judge, you handle the matter, you're under your verdict.
0: You can assign anyone you want? Yes. Wow. Yes.
1: That's the beauty in it. But that's kind
0: it. of shady, like you could just put your friend and
1: Absolutely. everyone
0: has it to agree, I guess. Absolutely. That's,
1: sure. why, that's why, for example, if it was me and you to choose one, mm-hmm. mostly we will disagree on someone. Yeah. That's why uh, usually in big cases we have like uh, three members tribunals. I will choose one. You will choose one, and those two, they would choose the third. Okay. Usually, so it will be more uh, efficient, you know. And if we disagree, whether on one, or three, or five, because it should always be an odd number, uh, usually uh, we refer either to courts, because we have arbitration laws in each and every country, so the court will appoint arbitrator. But personally, I don't like this, because we are referring to arbitration to avoid courts.
0: Yeah, so what is the advantage? But we have arbitration. arbitration centers. Yeah, okay. what does that mean? What is it's, that, a building? like, with for
1: example, have you ever heard about the ICC? No. The International Chamber of Commerce. Wow. Well, ha- the, yes, okay. they have a special uh, section uh, regarding arbitration. Like so a
0: room, you mean? Or like a, depar- like a space? Like physical it's, space? It's a whole
1: institution. Okay. It's a whole institution with rules, uh, guidelines. Uh, a list of arbitrators, yeah. a president, an executive committee, etc. So we go to them, for example, we put in our contract. In case of any dispute, it will be resolved by uh, one arbitrator according to the rules of the ICC. Full stop. Mm-hmm. We go to IC- They will choose the arbitrator. Where is the they ICC based? based? It's based in Paris, but they have chapters all over the world. I, I give an example about ICC because it is the biggest in the world and most famous. You have SIAC, you have uh, D- uh, DIAC in Dubai, you have LCIA, the London, London Court of International Arbitration in, in England, etc. In Lebanon, we have one. Mm -hmm. We have two, actually, in Lebanon. We have one at the Beirut Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and we have one at the Beirut Bar Association.
0: You actually published a book on arbitration, right? So you're quite knowledgeable about it. So what is is the advantage of arbitration in in these kinds of cases?
1: Speed and efficiency.
0: Yeah, because a court case can take years and be very expensive. But
1: the only disadvantage is cost, because usually it's costly, Mm -hmm. and mainly the fees of the arbitrators.
0: Mm -hmm. Not the lawyers. (laughs) Lawyers'
1: fees are always... They always vary from yeah. one place to another, yeah. depending on the case, whether it's arbitration or mm-hmm.
0: something else. Is it more lucrative for a lawyer to, uh, to handle an arbitrated case?
1: I think yes, because usually if it was a case of a small value, it's not worth it to go to arbitration. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and once the case of is of a high value, then your fees become higher. So, so when you
0: say high value, like what would the cutoff be? The amount?
1: You cannot say, each center has its, uh, Mm -hmm. they have a table, you know, that depending on the amount in dispute, they give you I mean, you have people
0: arguing all the time over, you know, small amounts. Maybe someone, a tenant didn't pay his rent, for example, and he owes... Now they have
1: it, for example, in Saudi Arabia, they have created a special institution only for rent issues and arbitration which is somehow very special to me. Mm-hmm. But it, it's
0: a common problem, right?
1: Yeah, it is. In Lebanon, in Lebanon, 50% of the cases that are viewed by court are lease cases. Wow. Trust me when I say by so. By the
0: courts. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you're talking about...
1: And you need the human capital. I mean, judges. Yeah. We don't have enough judges. Enough judges. No.
0: So those cases are a good example of how the arbitration could be a good way to help Absolutely.
1: solve Absolutely. Actually, our system, it needs to be renovated from yeah. scratch. Yeah. Yeah. For example, if you go to to Dubai, mm-hmm. mm, it's all automated. What do you mean? I mean, it's you, you, file, you, you fi- No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, no. You file your case online. You follow it online. You present your uh, submissions. Everything you do it online. Ah, amazing. Okay, and usually, and the, and for them, by law, the judgment has to be rendered within six months. Mm-hmm. So for them, arbitration is yeah, not it's, a, it's useful an anymore. organized process. But for us. It takes years. For example, at my law practice, we have cases date for more than 30 years.
0: Arbitration? No,
1: not arbitration. I mean judicial cases. cases, yeah. yeah judicial. judicial. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. Like what yeah. kind of case do you have that's not been settled?
1: Yeah, many.
0: What 11, are they 11, 11 In
1: Lebanon, the average time frame to, yeah. to, to finalize is two, three years.
0: So, what's the longest, most difficult kind of case to solve, or to Well, We still have some
1: cases that are unsolved. But resolved. what are
0: those? Case, what kind of cases are they? Are they usually real
1: estate? Yeah, real estate and, and and inheritance.
0: Yes, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah, bickering. Yep. And it's such a shame because like these kinds of cases mm. are like can tear families within apart the, within within
1: within the same family.
0: It's so sad. That's why I
1: personally I try to avoid such cases. Yeah. You know, that's why I went to the business part. Although, if you if you are specialized and you do nothing but this, they are very lucrative. Believe me, because they have tons of cases.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, but it must it must be ugly.
1: But yeah, it's ugly, and it becomes it touches you in your life. You know, it will affect you in your personal life. So mm-hmm. you feel that you are living it. Yeah. And this is something I don't like, like in criminal matters, for example. You, at a certain point, you start living it. Yeah, you know. While in business, it's a file. Mm-hmm. One plus one equal two. That's it.
0: But I would also imagine that in business law, you don't feel as invested or as passionate. What's your favorite? No, no. I feel. Uh, I feel yeah. passionate. Uh, you do?
1: to the extreme. Yeah. This is. It's not. Believe. Trust me when I say to you, it's all about passion. Yeah. If you're not passionate, you will fail.
0: But I find it hard to believe that's why I told be... you at the
1: beginning that my job is my hobby. You that's amazing. And my grandfather was, was used to talk, used to tell me this. Mm. Lucky whose job is his hobby.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So do you you have children, right? I have 3. Do, uh, boys girls?
1: One girl and two boys. Okay. And I'm divorced.
0: Oh, you are. I am. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, was it a I'm religious
0: a or a civil divorce? No, no,
1: religious, uh-huh. religious. But because I'm a lawyer and I know what happens in court. Because trust me when I say to you, yeah, whether you go to court or you solve it amicably, the end result will be nearly the same. Mm-hmm. So save your time, energy, energy, mm-hmm. and reputation. Yeah, because if you go to court in such cases, mm-hmm. okay, each party will say everything about the other person. Which is not nice. Yeah. Okay. So try to do it in a friendly in mat- a friendly uh, basis, and uh, things will will be fine. And this yeah. is what I did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It's not fun and to do it, but yeah. sometimes but you have to do it. Yeah. Unfortunately, not everyone has the maturity to yeah. do that. When people are angry and hurt, they. Mm-hmm. Tend to, uh, That's why when
1: they yeah. come to me, for example, some clients for such cases, I usually recommend them and I urge them to resolve it some, uh, amicably.
0: Yeah.
1: Other lawyers, they try to take advantage. Of when course. Come to me, pay me money and I will do No. Mm. Let courts be your last resort.
0: So how do you navigate the inheritance issue since <laughs> you have boys and girls? You said I, to
1: I, because I'm Druze, yeah. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm lucky to be able to do it freely. Okay. So I was fair with, with both with all of them.
0: So what would you recommend to equality? Uh, what would you recommend to uh, uh, Shia or Sunni, for example, in the Gulf? Do they have any recourse whatsoever if they want to?
1: Either they amend the law, but for them, they cannot amend the law, and because you know religion over there is yeah viewed in a very sensitive way. At least to allow the freedom of will. Mm. This right. will resolve so, the problem.
0: So currently it's not possible to no. uh, decide how you want your legacy to be uh Listen, you have res- you
1: have in your will, you have in your estate, if you can say so, the reserved chairs and the rest. Okay. When you say chairs, do chairs, you mean chairs, chairs? chairs? Okay. chairs, chairs. <laughs> not chairs. <laughs> I assure you your your English
0: yeah. is 100 times better than my Arabic. So uh, don't no,
1: worry. No, I'm French educated, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to do my best. Yeah, it's you know? perfect. It's, it's the accent that's uh, I just that wanted to be this, clear. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
0: until right now, I thought you were talking about chairs. No, no. Chairs, chairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's just S, my S. ignorance. <laughs> yes, okay. So uh,
1: you have the reserved chairs. Yes. And the rest. Yes. Okay. For the reserve shares, shares, yes, okay,
0: montez, uh,
1: yes, excellent, <laughs> bravo. Uh, you can do nothing. Each one will get his part. Yeah. For the rest, you can include them in your will, but you cannot give it to one of the heirs. Okay. Okay. So you can deal with this small part mm. that is being left aside yeah. with others, like for example, to your cousins for charity, for yeah. or for something
0: else. Let me ask you this. So in the West, mm-hmm. it's very different, right? They've kind of gone into this whole opposite direction. You have civil laws uh, that apply to family mm-hmm. laws mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And you hear about these crazy settlements. Um, sometimes it seems outrageous. Sometimes you have couples that have been married, you know, three months. You hear about these Hollywood yeah. stars. Yeah. They get a divorce. And then, you know, sudden so next thing you know someone has to give the other person half of their fortune even though they just In the Western write. world In the Western world
1: In Europe whether in France we're talking it's at uh, yeah. the same thing or in the US and mainly in the US because media talks about things mm-hmm. you know when you get married to someone all your assets will be unified in one entity mm-hmm. so what you did and what he did they become one Right So after separation they will be split in half Yes So even if your contribution is 10% and his contribution is 90 or mm-hmm. the opposite Okay, at the end you get 50-50.
0: What are your thoughts on that?
1: I'm, I'm against this. I'm mm-hmm. against this. Okay. Personally. That's why in the US they have something that they call the prenuptial agreement. Yes. A prenuptial Which mm-hmm. means that when you sign this prenuptial agreement, all your assets, and I think this is fair. Mm-hmm. This is fair. All your assets that you got before marriage and all her assets that she got before marriage will, will remain intact. Mm-hmm. Hers and mine. Mm-hmm. Everything that we did together while married, it will be split in half. And this is fair.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That makes sense. This this
1: this makes this is logical. Yes, I agree with this.
0: Yeah. So actually the prenup you just mentioned, mm-hmm. that is something that you can do. Um, unlike with uh, succession, you can have prenuptials in these countries, I yes. imagine, right? Even yes. in any of the Gulf countries, yes. um, you could have a prenuptial. In
1: Gulf countries? No. You do not We don't need that. Mm. You don't need it.
0: What do you mean you don't need it?
1: Because you don't have this unity of, uh, of, uh, of assets.
0: No, I don't mean a marriage. prenuptial for that. I mean a prenuptial kind of contract, for example, uh, that covers issues like the, the, the children, the custody in the event of a divorce. Can you override? Yes, you can religious... by a settlement. Yes. Yeah. And this
1: is what I did personally. I did my own agreement. Right. We sat together. What do you want? I want this. What I want? I want this. One, two, three, four. Okay, sign. Done deal. Mm-hmm.
0: But you did that afterwards. It was not pre prior to the marriage.
1: Yes, afterwards. Right. Because I, I got married to remain married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of To course. get divorced. Yeah, but some people but happened, like to yeah. prepare
0: the, just like they have a prenup in the US for their yeah. assets. They would have a yes. kind of contract. Sometimes they have
1: a post-nuptial agreement. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you don't do the prenup and then you get married and before you get divorced, okay, assuming that you are afraid of something, him or she, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You can sign a postnuptial agreement mm-hmm. saying these are yours, these are mine, in case we get divorced. Yeah, you know, this is possible, and I did it also, and not could, me personally, but for clients. So
0: you can override the religious uh, laws with a legal contract yes. like this when it comes to yes. marriage. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. So do you think then, do you not think that the laws should resemble more, like if they were to be kind of uh, amended, that they should resemble more the the laws in the West, like Europe and and the US? No,
1: listen, if you talk about the law itself, Mm -hmm. they don't have better laws. Yeah. You know, some of their laws are better. Some of our laws are better. We need to have a law that will satisfy the needs of our society. Mm -hmm. because we live in a society that has a special mentality, special tradition, special moralities, etc. So laws should be made to satisfy the needs of such a society because you cannot apply the laws that are applicable over there here. And this opposite is also true. You cannot apply our laws over there. Yeah. That's why, again, the solution would be to have an optional civil marriage in Lebanon. Mm -hmm. they tried to do it in 1956.
0: Not just in Lebanon. This would be great in in all the countries. we're giving
1: Lebanon because we live in Lebanon. And and this is something that we have lived. Mm -hmm. For example, me and my late fathers, we are advocates for this. Yes. The optional civil marriage. In 1956, uh, one of the presidents of the Beirut Bar Associations decided that he wants to be an advocate for the optional civil marriage in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he asked all the lawyers to boycott all court sessions for a long period of time for them to enact this law. But they refused. And they, they imposed the clerical ban on this guy.
0: You the know, clerics
1: yes, yeah, the clerics Because you are doing something against religion Right The Muslims, they did this uh, The Mus- uh, I mean, the Sunnah and the Shia They did it also When the late Prime Minister Rafih Hariri He wanted to do this mm. And then uh, a big problem was created And lately, the uh, former Minister of Interior uh, Raya al Hassan, Also in her When she was appointed as a Minister of Interior She said, I will be an advocate for this All of them, they said, no, oh, no, no, no And then she Uh, retrieved it
0: yes it's very hard but you know why Mm.
1: it's all about money right i'm sorry to say so but it's all about money let them sue me Mm. okay because such matters they they are a very good source of income okay for Mm. those religious people and if you if you if you eliminate this they will lose it that's why they are against it
0: would you say it's like their biggest source of income
1: one of the biggest source of income.
0: How yeah. much does it cost Imagine, Imagine the, the,
1: the, the numbers of marriages and divorce happening.
0: Yeah. How much? Does, give me an idea of how much and it costs.
1: You know that the, the divorce rate in Lebanon now is nearly about 40%. Is that which, a new figure? Of like one year or two years back.
0: And is it different, similar to the rest of the, the, the region?
1: I think yes. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who lives in Qatar. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this. And he told me that uh, the rate in Qatar is very high. Despite the fact that the this, this population is very uh, small, you know, mm. around 1 million. So he told me around 40%. He told me one of his friends, he divorced after a honeymoon. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe even three days during the honeymoon, he said, no, I don't want this. Uh, it's weird, I know, but uh, it's happening.
0: That is yeah. weird.
1: Because they get married in a, in a very weird way. Yes. Ma- not like all of us in this part of the world when we get to know the, the partner, you know, yes. for a certain period of time and then get married. For them, they choose it for them. Mm. So it creates a problem. bad idea. Yeah. Wow. And they do it at a very young age. Also, some of them.
0: Mm. So back to my question: How much does it cost? You think, like, to to register, just to get an idea, to have, an, you know, if you can do some math to really get an idea of how much money, how much of a big uh, in the, the money business is this not is. only
1: in registering marriages, but the biggest chunk is in divorce settlements. Because whenever you want to file a case, you pay the fee, state fees and lawyers' fees. and So what are know, we talking and about? And this money, go. I don't have a figure.
0: You, you must have a ballpark figure.
1: <sighs> Around $5,000. Okay. I mean, all the expenses, not the state fees, mm-hmm. uh, 5000 You have several expenses, notifications, uh, yeah. you know, uh, all those. And it takes one year, two years. Mm. So, so you're talking about you some, thousands
0: of dollars for I, each I, case. I,
1: I, for me, I think a regular divorce, if you go to court, it will cost you around ten thousand dollars.
0: But that's what the that's what the fees of the lawyer.
1: Lawyers plus state plus. Uh, I'm
0: I'm thinking about the, the, the clerics, and how much they're. Uh,
1: because the money that you are paying the, the state fees that you are paying they go to them, not to the state.
0: Right. Why is it called a state fee?
1: Because they are part of the state. Right, and they are they are uh, okay. This is a good question. For example, the, 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 the Muslim judges Sunnah Adruz, they are uh, part of the administrative structure of the prime minister. So they are under the prime minister. They are paid by the presidency of the Council of mm. Ministers.
0: So they're really intertwined into yeah, the it's, it's, uh, into the system. Mm. It's very difficult yeah. to uh, not only change that whole setup, but then it's not difficult. It needs a decision. It needs
1: yeah. a decision. Once they take the decision, so I'm sorry it to hear easy.
0: that what you said, that it was recently brought up again and there was such a blowback yeah. from yeah. the religious community. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: To be honest, I feel like and they society... are very
1: fierce about it. Right. You know, very fierce, trust me.
0: Mm, it's their bread and butter.
1: Yeah. This guy I told you, uh, the president of the Beirut Bar Association in 1956, the ban was put on him for six months.
0: Yeah, but that's know, in 1956, to be 1956.
1: fair. 1956, yeah. imagine. Yeah. It's still the same, trust me. It's still me. the same. Oh, yeah.
0: That's such a shame. However, you know, in the end, society is changing and they'll only play, you know, as you said, more and yeah. more people are going to other countries to do their marriages. You know,
1: they say, they say, I've got the power. Yeah. If you got the power, you do whatever you want. They have the power now.
0: Yeah. But but as you said, if people choose to not do the religious marriages more and more, eventually they'll be sidelined anyway. Yes,
1: it happened. It happened like a couple of years ago. A uh, two couple they they wanted to get married, uh, or they got married in a civil way in Lebanon, mm-hmm. and their marriage was registered. But yes. it was a one uh, uh, one attempt, and nobody did it. Because... What do you mean? They did it. Uh, Those guys, I don't remember the names, and uh, they got a judgment from court to register their judgment. And the Minister of Interior back then, I think it's Marwan Sharbil, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure, he registered their marriage. Okay. And uh, it created a very big fuss. So it was on the media and they were interviewed by everybody. What's happening with you? You know, it's like... uh, Come on, it's marriage, you know. Mm. <laughs> so it was a, a big fuss in, in the media. Uh, and it passed. But I didn't hear about any other attempts afterwards. Mm. Because it needs courage, you know. Yes. To face all those people.
0: Well, I know there's a lot of courageous people in this country we and do. around the region.
1: We do. But the bad thing is that we start something, but we don't continue.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Well, someone will continue.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully uh, during our time.
0: (laughs) So my final question is probably the most revealing one uh, of all the questions I've asked you. What do you usually do on Valentine's Day?
1: When I was married, (laughs) I used to go out with my wife. Now I'm thinking about spending it with my kids because I love them the most.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for
1: hosting me. It was pleasant. And I hope uh, it was informative. Definitely. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't have much time to talk further details, but this is the general idea.
0: We scratched the surface. Absolutely. And hopefully inspired people to look into it. Thanks. I, for one, think this is a fascinating topic. I hope you did as well. Hope you enjoyed being part of this conversation. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to the show. Also, feel free to send in your thoughts and comments and find us on social media. Goodbye, my loves.